Full House, It's a Date, and The Camel. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. I'm off key. Melissa. As opposed to what I do every week, which is frighteningly off key. You don't frighten anybody. Good morning, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Ames. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm super curious about a vast and great many things. And you've pulled me again into your whirling twirling vortex. <laughs> Your ADD vortex, where we start one conversation and up. wind up three later. First of later. all, I am undiagnosed because I refuse to be diagnosed. Stop nodding at me. Do- yes, me too. Okay, Same so, thing. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know for a fact. Without any evidence. Oh, I have tons of evidence. I don't need any evidence. What's the evidence? Don't bother with your evidence. Listen, yeah. I know for a fact yeah. that I'm doing my thing exactly the way I'm supposed to be doing it. So here's what's here's what's we have to understand. We have to come up with a new definition for ADD because people throw that shit around like they know what yeah. it is. And they don't know what it is. So we need to make ADD mean something else. So when we say, oh, I have ADD and then it'll be something great, which I'm too tired to come up with in the morning right now. But just wait for it, kids. So that's the tease. We've got great content coming your way. Can't you can't you stand it? How you doing, Amy? You've heard it. You've heard it here based on the right here. Quality, just now. Quality. Just of the now. You're welcome. It's a little bit ping, ping, pong, pong. Happening. Happening. Ping, pong, ping, pong. I do want to tell you that I have a full house. My son is home. Oh, and oh. as I know, I'm so happy as he's coming home before he comes <laughs> home, he says, I have a peripheral friend who. Uh oh. Tested positive for COVID. Oh, that's not where I was going. I thought he was, and who needs a place to sleep? Yeah, okay. Uh, what would I have said to that? The, is he in the driveway? Come in. Yeah, yes. that's exactly what I would have said to that. We take in strays. It couldn't be clearer. Um, and I said, oh, well, that's interesting. When's the last time you saw her? Have you licked her? Like all the questions. And then he just came home, masked to his room, took a COVID test, she then tested negative after positive, and he said, I think it was a false positive. I don't think there are false positives for And COVID. I said, I think there are false negatives. There, I've, I've been told regularly by the media, who has been known to be wrong, there is no such thing as a false positive COVID test. It's e- it's like a it's like a pregnancy. You either have the presence of the pregnancy or you don't. Or you don't, right. So, yeah. I'm a little bit pregnant. no. No, they can miss. They can miss the presence of the COVID. They can miss the presence of the pregnancy. Doesn't mean you're not pregnant. They don't mistakenly. But if they, find they don't mistakenly it. find a baby and then go, "Oops, uh, oh, no, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. It's not a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. a mass no, of no, no, teeth no, no, no. and eyes. Well, and... here's the thing. So you know all about it because you live with Hagasher. So uh-huh. is he? Is he? Very what's, negative. What's his protocol? He, he <laughs> He's just a mean man. He's very He's, negative. He texts me, I'm negative. I'm like, so am I. How was your test? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> tell me about it. And it's like those tests are only as good as the last eight minutes. I mean, you kind of have to take them and then time it and timinging and all the rest of it. So last night, I left the boy and mm. the girl mm. and we went to a bat mitzvah. Now, I, I told you So that's you it for COVID. Time. We're done. We're pivoting away from the COVID. <laughs> Well, no, my 
point is there this person is a physician whose daughter was was being bat mitzvah and he had everybody tested as they walked in the synagogue. He had every participant in the whole day tested. So you walked in with your pretty face and mask and and semi-formal attire and you got a swab up your noggin and yeah and they tested every human who went there and I thought that's lovely for these like you just said eight minutes but I don't know that you're not carrying something that's going to show up in another day and a half that you got today from a whatever so I kind of still masked a little but we went we I was social I self-medicated but I was I was social (laughs) you really did you really self-medicated just to chill just to chill the fuck out yes really yeah yeah. I, I'm filled with stun. I can't believe it. Really? Yeah, I, I had to. Otherwise, I'm still too much in my head. I'll get better. I know I will. And if not, tequila is is a good friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm super down on team She tea. lubes me. That's right. And she, she lubes me. She gets me. She does. Yeah. She does. Yeah. She lubes me. That's right. So, so I, while at this affair... I just like using that word. Do you like that word? Affair? Yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say I like yes. it. Well, at the affair, I um I met a candidate for Congress, District Winston-Salem, District 11. Do you know him? I'm sure I am aware of him, but it's not enough to be like, oh, I know you, boop. Yeah, because we talked together and we used to make out under the bleaches. Like, I don't know any of that. So Tequila was talking last night and he said, I live in Winston-Salem. And I said, uh, I have a friend who's in charge of all. That's uh, true. I mean, sh- she was out and topless. Uh, I wasn't. That's Tequila true. was. That's true. Um, who's in charge of all? Um, what you call it? At she's the mayor of Winston tourism. Salem. That right. Was, she's the governor of Winston Salem City. <laughs> all tourism. So anything you've seen that says visit your hometown came uh, from my girlfriend's brain. So that part yeah. is still true. Actually, that's true. I said so. Anytime you feel good about where you live. <laughs> and he asked where you lived and, and his wife is a plastic surgery Ooh. Uh, resident. Yeah, she's... Oh, she's in You're training. four of, she's a of seven million, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. they were so much fun. I've met the whitest people I've ever known and I was like, all right, can't talk to you about how disappointed I am with the entire nation today. So I'm just going to... Was he at Swallow? least was he at least on the right side of history in his politics? I don't know. I I I'm gonna say no, but I thought he was delightful. Again, Stewart's made comments to me. My husband says things like, "Oh, this person's a Republican," and I said, "That's fantastic." Boy, do I miss disagreeing on content and not, uh, not a human level. Like I, I miss that. I miss thinking. We should spend more money on entitlement. No, we shouldn't. We should we should save our money and have the choice of it's our. It's the government's I, role to protect the health of its I citizens. Miss that. No, it's private industry's role. I no, miss it's that. the individual's don't you miss role. That? Yeah, I, I actually kind of do, and I, really I also miss don't. Uh, what I would love to miss is having that debate at all. I would love for things to actually feel like we're protected. But you know, hey, I'm gonna. I want to bring that back because it's compared ne- to, yes, I think that the planet Zoltan is the thing in charge of all of the wrongs in this world so i'm carrying a giant nuclear bomb in my pocket no no i've had it i've had it we had a lot of news this week about a lot of people doing none of it was good doing a lot of things and i started re-watching schitt's creek 
I started rewatching Dawson's Creek. Bring it. The creek. <laughs> the the creek. We'll set you free. So we're I, we are creaking it, gal. Because I'm like, yeah. I don't need to have any more you in my brain or my body or my spine space. It's mental get health. Get out. Get out. Get it's out. It's absolutely out. mental my health. My biggest concern is, is there a spoon to go with this soup? I'm in. I want that to be the drama <laughs> level for the day. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I... I I took a gut punch and I was like, you know what? I need Pacey and I need Joey and I need Dawson. Joey. Like, Joey. I have not uh, ever watched the Dawson's Creek. I couldn't even no, tell you what cute. it's about. But I haven't watched the Gilmore Girls. I haven't watched any of the pop culture things. I don't know any of this stuff. 90210. I've told you this before. I've never watched that. That's so. okay. There's You're missing nothing on that front. <laughs> you are missing nothing. But I, I would like if Mallory watched, if my daughter watched... Uh, Dawson's Creek because it is like a 15 year old angsty kind of thing with with sharp dialogue but it's not as good as what what else did you say you didn't see that I was Dawson's Creek uh 90210 oh Gilmore Girls Gilmore the writing Girls. on that is pretty also, good you prepare to slap me it's a good thing we're in different states I've never seen Buffy not even a single episode I think you'd like it I'm Everyone's, not gonna slap you everyone it's says kitschy. I would everyone says I would love it but I, I think the moment had passed I think the moment has passed too, but I think you really would have like You made me watch all on. those shows for the people cutting people open. And I watched sixteen seasons. I watched kind of clinical depression era season. I back to back that shit. I powered through it over multiple weeks. It took me Are to you watch. caught up now on Grey's Anatomy? Yes, I've watched I think I am. I think I sort of fell off when it started when I had to wait for it. I got caught up Yeah in early twenty twenty one. And then all they were doing was talking about COVID. And I'm like, I'm watching you to escape COVID. So correct. Fuck off. Yeah. Correct. They don't have all those shows are no longer COVIDy, And they do have a disclaimer at the end that says, hey, this is fiction. And right now we are still deep in a pandemic. So smarten the fuck up, wear a mask and get a vaccine. So that's that's what they all say afterwards now. So we're back to our escape. I, I don't need to see the same way I, I heard that. Uh, I heard the Rittenhouse verdict and I was like, somebody give me tequila. I was driving. <laughs> I was driving and the thing, here's how I'd like to frame that. I remember, it's very strange. This is not, I'm not comparing. You're going to make me cry. No, I'm not. I'm not going to compare. It's it's a weird comparison because the intent is not to say that the verdict in any way. All I'm, all I'm trying to say is I vividly remember when the where I was and what was happening during the O.J. Simpson trial. I actually was yeah. on a shuttle bus. I was working at a very large place at the time. And we had, it was it was downtown urban. So our, we had remote parking. So you had to, a lot of us would get on a bus and it would shuttle you to and from the parking lot. Save you from having to walk a couple miles to get from where you're going. So we were all on the shuttle bus. And we were headed to the parking and they had the radio going because it was the time before satellite radio. It was just the radio station. And they cut in to read the verdict live. And I remember the feeling in my stomach before they read the verdict was identical to the feeling in my stomach before they read the verdict for the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And it was sort of similar to when they had the police officer um who, uh, all of the names are escaping me when we marched in the streets, right? For I'm staring at his picture right now for George for the, Floyd, for the victim. Yes, I'm forgetting all the names of the people. God rest George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. So, and the thing in all three cases that really stands out to me, regardless of the verdict, is why on earth should my stomach be turning in knots and in my when throat. the reality 
of the justice that should be meted out in each of these cases is so clear. Why is my stomach concerned that it won't be just? That is a bigger problem than any individual case. The fact that I could sit there in the George Floyd trial and be terrified and nervous that Kyle Rittenhouse is going to walk free because, you know what I mean, the same thing happened in George Floyd. Thank God it didn't. But that's that was the whole thing. I, so I, to sit there anticipating, I don't know what kind of ending we're going to get here when the evidence is clear. I don't, I don't, I don't. That's that's to me the thing. So that, you have I turned it pre- all off and watched Shit's Creek. Smart, very smart. You had the pre- uh, pre-verdict vomit in your in I your heard throat, the word like not the my my jaw dropped my stomach turned I just turned the radio off I wasn't going to listen to nine more counts of here we go white boy let's, let's do whatever you want to the other people here it was shocking to me I kind of cried called my mother-in-law which I don't usually do because she is also bleeding hearty and I that's nice you have that escape yeah, I, I, I just I just couldn't believe my ears and then I completely could. But somebody like Pete Buttigieg cleared it up for me. And then we're going to leave politics, I promise. Just skip ahead if you don't want to well, hear it. I don't it. find just this to ahead. be political. I find this to be, this is, the, this is cultural. This is news of the day. And these things are happening. They're happening to all of us. I think it's a pretty cut and dried case. A, a supremely close, I would say beloved friend of mine is absolutely from that part of the world, absolutely grew up in that state, and absolutely endorses an AK-47 in everyone's closet. Because it is a cultural shift, and it's A-OK, and I love this person, so I already know Okay, we even if I even if I couldn't get my head around listening to what someone else is saying, that's easy for me to do. Even if I couldn't do that, I'm gonna do it because this person is is right in a vast many things. And that person heard this verdict and went, yeah, what the fuck, man? So I already know my stomach is doing the right thing. Right. And and several congressmen have said, let's make Kyle Rittenhouse Day and let's what? let's have. Oh, no, please. I'm not even I'm not even going to talk about how despicable people are. But I Ew. will say when Poot be, Poot Pete Buttigieg came out and when said Beatty tits says. Matafada Wada came out. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> came out. Oh, he just... spoke somewhere. I totally miss him. By the way, he was my candidate, and I totally miss him because he said he's what? What do we put him in charge of? Infrastructure. Super. Because he just banking big thoughts with Pete. That's really what it is. He said, "Do you know that bridges heights were made so that." dark-skinned people on one side of the bridge of that they'd have to go under the underpass they couldn't get to the beach they couldn't bus black kids to the beach because they couldn't get the buses underneath these over infrastructure needs changing and i'm like what is that true why wouldn't that be it true it sounds true it sounds it's, it sounds sickeningly true any, so that is that is where we are and every minute that you think no 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 we are getting past we are doing better there is a there is a racist judge who who promotes the systemic fucking toilet shit going on and here we are. So, Shit's Creek and Dawson's Creek and Joey and 
Pacey and Dawson are now, you know, I, I don't watch this really, but it's playing in the background when I mix up the dog's foods. And I, I think it has a lot to do with, you know, some anxiety and some stress. And that just is a meditation instead of listening to an audible book, which I also do sometimes, but with that ADD brain, which we again are going to remarket. We, we super have to do it. We were, it's to consider it done. I'm just a little tardy. Listeners, if you it. have another, <gasps> there you go. If you have another way to approach this ADD, uh, please, brilliantobservations at gmail.com. It does feel like from the beginning when I started to right now, it is one ADD vomit. You're you're not wrong. Like that is exactly what's happening here. Thank we you for joining free us. We prefer freeform conversation flow. Yeah, that's what it is. Freeformed. That's what ADD stands for. Freeformed. <laughs> So I went uh, to this crazy bat mitzvah last night, a little bit lubricated. You sent me pictures. There were two women <sighs> on stilts. In, what? It was like being at the Lion King. Two women on stilts. And f- it's the theme was animals, which, dear listener, if you are on our Facebook or Instagram, you will know that as I walked in, there was a camel to greet me, a full-blown... Up. Double humping uh, uh, camel. And I said, if he spits on me, I'll cry. But I I wanted to pet him and love him. But then I knew I was about to get a COVID test three feet later. So I was upset about that too. There was a lot going on in my head. So stop. Stop. Camel. It. Stop it. You had me at camel. So I posted it. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait. You have to deal with this properly. We're all behind you in line at the bar mitzvah. We've not seen the camel yet. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, is there follow me. Is there a hat on the camel? Is he wearing, He's wearing a-, a scarf, a pink and <gasps> white, because that was the theme colors, a pink and white scarf. And he, I mean, he's really pretty. He's a really pretty face, but ugh, camel. <laughs> How tall was this camel compared to where you are? Like your I shoulder, am- was that at his tooth level? Like what his happens? head was... When his head was up looking around, it was above my head. He was enormous. Oh. He's a fucking camel. He was huge. How do you get a fucking camel in Pennsylvania? What? So interestingly enough, because I, I don't know why I think this way, but when I walk into a party, I pull out my old-timey calculator with the tape. <laughs> do you not do that everywhere you go? No. Oh, I, I do. So I pull out the tape plugged-in calculator and... I start adding, and then I hear, I hear that sound that only the ribbon, the paper makes. Yeah, yeah, that is going through my head. So I'm like, okay, we're starting with a camel. <laughs> so this morning, I w- I just happened to this morning have Googled. I don't know how my fingers did it. Oh Where the fuck God. do you get a camel in Pennsylvania? Oh my God, okay, and it says camel packages. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> You didn't just say that, did you? You didn't just make How me say that, did you? How does one Google that without some pornography? Doesn't the camel, don't you immediately, camel, camel toe, and then you're in it. My you, girlfriend texted me, camel toe, and I'm like, he had cloven hooves, so n- not so much. Two toes? He, uh, the package, it said, I don't know if this is with whom they, they booked or whatever they did, but it said packages start at $1,000. So to walk in the door... My machine went <laughs> one thousand. Now every there were 
15 people who were nose swabbing this community that was going, this masked community going in. And I thought, okay, keep going. Yeah. And I just, well, they sell those tests for $100 retail. So these were even 15 people. No, no, no. My point is if you have to go get a rapid test, it's a hundred, it was either a hundred or $200 to get a rapid test. So the business is, so it's easily, it's easily a $30 proposition per test wholesale. It's the, the cost of the test and the execution of it has got to be 30 bucks has got to be. So I'm just, I'm just helping you with your adding machine lingo. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Bingo, I should say. Bingo. So I knew it was a yeah. go word. Yeah. So as we walk in, I mean, I know you've been to many and they have personalized kipote, the yarmulkes people wear. And they were there. The the it was it's animal four themed. Four there were ahead. yeah. For, and then there were masks that they had personalized for yeah, her. Two don- oh, personalized two fifty each. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Check. Uh, check. Check. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful i saw i saw some cucumber based animal food art so there was culinary thematics happening on the plates yeah i'll send you more pictures it was beautiful it was incredible so who was this princess of the of the amazon who was a co-worker of my (laughs) husband's not here not here at not here where his main job is but a, a side hustle one of his co-workers his boss i don't know he had this it's his last child, last daughter, and she loves animals. And I think, you know, there was a dog on the invitation. I said, you know, it's not a circus as I as we're pulling up. <laughs> it's like in Bridesmaids when you leave and you get a puppy. Like, is that what happened? Did you get a camel? Nine. Did you get I took nine. <laughs> I think I might have overdone it a little. I overextended myself. Oh. Yeah. I got a puppy. No, I, I mean... It was beautiful. There were our friend Crit used to be a dancer at weddings. Really? Yeah, she used to she used to wear those little lycra pants and get people to come out and dance and and fluffers. I don't know what they're called, but dancers is one of the common terms. So this there is something. It's not fluffer. That's a different <laughs> sort of a thing. Oh, for those it? who are not actually all a Twitter giggling with the idea of a fluffer, just to be crystal clear, yeah, a fluffer. Is yeah. the professional who yeah. truly is paid yeah. to sexually stimulate partially people Prior on a pornographic porn. set right. yes. so that they are fluff, ready, fluffed up and ready. Good when to go. Cameras rolling. Yeah. Real job. So, real job. You don't, don't want to be a crit didn't do that. You don't want to be a fluffer. You don't want to be a fluffer. If or do you? No, you don't. You don't. You don't. If you want to be a fluffer, what you want to be is a porn star. Aim high, gals. Why do you want to be the fluffer? If you're going to do it, do it on camera. Get the credit. I don't understand you. I think this is telling me a little bit about myself. I think I'd rather be the fluffer. What? There's mystery left there. You don't no, finish the not. job. No. Ew. That's a good thing? I don't know. Oh, my God. Keeping in mind that fluffer is not for your pleasure anyway, I don't know why I'd want any of it. So I'm out when it comes to porn. Yeah, I super don't want to do it. But if I'm doing it, I need to be the star. Why wouldn't I want to be? This? Why would I want to be? That's like the guy who says, I want to be in show business. And my job is scooping up the camel shit at bar mitzvahs. 
bat mitzvahs. That's not really show business. Is I mean, that it show is, business? It is, <laughs> I was just going to ask. Is. It is because the show involves a camel and part of the crew is sweeping up the camel shit. But guess what? Yeah, There's guess a difference. True. You want to be riding the camel or the camel, right? You can't, you want to be the actual, you want to trans, transfigure yourself into an animal shape. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't be a fluffer, girls. Don't this be a fluffer. Would be, this would be congressmen uh, in your state <laughs> who, who I met. Who will be running again for Congress? He, uh, this he and his wife. This was their first bat mitzvah they've ever been to. Oh, yeah, he is a Yale lawyer. So, and yeah. I said, I, I don't know what to tell you. They're not all like this. You're not going to see a camel at every. Like I could not get over it. And then when I lubricated myself, not with a fluffer. Do you make out I, a camel? Do you make out with that verbally? Camel? Could not get it. I'm like, did you see the fucking camel outside? <laughs> Has everybody seen the camel? Did you? No, it's real. It's a camel. There's a camel inside. What kind of engagement and interaction do you get with the camel? I know you went back there after you got yourself all tuned. And you can up. pet the camel. You can take pictures with the camel. This couple that we met, uh, they said they took an Uber there. He is also a work partner of the husband of this family. They took an Uber and the Uber driver got out of his car to take a picture with the camel. He's like, I've never seen this before in my life. So he smiles and he's missing all of his front teeth driving this car. Him. And now Aww. he's sending a picture home to his family that says, Oh, the places you'll go. <laughs> you and Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I said, this is not, this is not Aww. typical at a bat mitzvah. Just so you know, these still is it not, walking. Is it not though? I've been to some pricey. I remember. I've been to some pricey shower with the children with gold parties. Go ahead. I just. I have. I don't. Camels? I don't. Do you have live animals? There have been. I feel like there was an elephant at something, but I don't. I maybe that. Maybe was that, that a wedding? I don't remember. Did the groom come in on it? There was a there was a wedding at an aquarium once, and it was an Indian wedding at the aquarium. That's where the elephant is. There was a lot of saris. That's and the elephant. That's where the elephant comes in. I think you're right. That's I incredible. Right. I I would love that. It was gorgeous. The lighting. Well, so yeah. so I love when people spend way too much money on yes. the parties and invite me. That's my favorite one. Do you have a good time at our party? Yes, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> Three, two. So yeah, both. the wedding and the venue. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so yes, I totally agree. I love it when people spend way too much money and invite me. I really think that's the key to everything. We need to make some super rich friends and. Oh, fast forward to. And, I agree. Yeah. How do we do that? Well, we got a lead. We got the two Hollywooders are, are probably our best path into success for this. Because the one is busy telling all of the celebrities, stop crying. It's time to get on camera. So this person is connected with all of the high flute and glitterati. And then her wife is connected with the money bags. And she's like, stop crying. We're going to the bank. So between the two of them, they're getting inv invited. They go to the Golden Globes. They go to the Oscars. They go to all the fucking things. I actually got a text last week from Lisa, our our friend, one of our friends in LA. And she said, do you mean this place? Remember we podcasted about the pierogi place? How that can I, I forget it? I was... Mm, moist with anticipation. The pierogi that back. launched a thousand trips. Competitions. Uh, well, she sent me a text of a huge stein from there. And I was like, she goes, you mean this place? Because she did uh, a show out in Pittsburgh. And I said, yes, that place. Tell me you got pierogi there. Uh, I think there is movement on a date of a pierogi oh, ravioli throwdown. <clears throat> oh, there's movement. Tell me. Well, publicly... 
I feel yeah. as if I've backed you into a corner to yeah. commit to a date. Yeah. And I'm tripling down on that, on okay. that corner backing because I met with said family just yesterday. Okay. And I got some shockingly fantastic information. The date is real. You and your husband are expected. So yeah. tell him. I don't want to hear that he's not in charge of the schedule. He owns the place. He's in charge of the fucking schedule. He doesn't hire somebody own the else. Place. Hire somebody else. Hire somebody else because you have to do it. And we have completely we by we I mean my glorious host Ava and her family. Okay, so by that I mean we, we. have everything has been changed around this event. So the sausage party has now been converted into a sausage eating party. All of it's going to be made in advance and there for us to sample. We don't have to fucking make it. We're going to do making later. All there ready to go, assorted. All the pierogies are going to be made and ready. I'm on raviolis duty, so I will make all the raviolis. And I think you need to make a fucking kugel. And we're going to do the whole whiz bang, shabiz bang. And they're making fresh vodka for us. I swear oh to you. God. And I, we were standing around in a little circle, freezing oh our tits God. off, talking to each other last night. It was pitch dark. It was awful. So we're outside in the field doing lacrosse, the whole thing. Why are we here? Why are we here? And our thoughts turn to you, as they always do. My our husband, lonely thoughts turn My to husband you. walks up, and I say, even Stuart's coming. His eyes and mouth popped open, and he went, Stuart's coming? And he got so excited, and now I'm in it. So I've told this lie, and it must happen. <laughs> I do it all the time. I have told this lie and it will be actualized. You can't get out of it, Stu. Say it. What is this? Build you it and they will come. You can't get out of it. You have to come. And so you is have to do it. This kitchen of dreams? Yes. And I feel I like, like we should do, I haven't cleared any of this. Why clear things? I feel like we should do a live recording at the event. I feel like we should do the whole, I feel like we should fucking do it. And, well, first of all, we're doing it. So let's start there. I, I, it sounds like it sounds it's I'm in. What is it? That's the story of my life. <laughs> exactly. I will price flights uh, when we are finished flights? recording. Come on. You don't need a flight. Get in the I car do, and drive COVID. You that's don't eight do- hours. Yeah. I do it all the time. I know. I don't. But you're going to have your husband doing it. And you but can my bring back your, is not going to make it. You can bring your child. You could bring your child's. You could bring your child's. Both child's. We have hotel us here because you're we have a bed for every person and a private room for every person in my home and I want you here but if you feel better where you can go and you know deep sanitize and and I don't know bolt yourself into some sort of vacuum protected room we have those here too do you have my friend tequila <laughs> I have so much tequila okay so we'll- it's so good and it uh, when you drive down here the best part is you can pretend and go on college trips. You can go see Wake Forest if you want. Don't I think go, those days are Wake. over. I think Wake she's Forest. not applying to another Fantastic. college. Then I think fuck we're it. Done. Then you got nothing to do but to come down here, and I will feed you. The I whole would want to take her time. to Elon College, but she's not having it. Don't go to Elon. Elon's a fantastic school, but I discount it readily because, and there's no discount. I discount it readily because it's so nearby. So I would fucking drive. I would fucking drive. Brian, you said you were sitting on the lacrosse field or oh side God. and you, you passed along the lie of this is happening, Stuart's coming. Truth. And I but want to tell you. Truth. But now it's the truth. But now I'm telling, dear listener, I, 
I'm very grateful. I mean, this Thanksgiving, is it's not going to be hard for me to dig deep for, as we look around the table, something for which I am grateful. I have a group of friends that when we are all going through something in our different lives, we are all over the country. We are sometimes all over the world when we travel and we are constantly on each other's minds. We are constantly supporting each other. I had two friends who had kids on fields and and I was grateful that my kids don't play sports. There's a lot of gratefulness going on. And I, I just want to share that as Thanksgiving comes barreling down on us, I, I'm just thankful for my friends. And Amy, I'm thankful for you and how you keep me in check at times. What? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm not supposed to editorialize your sentimental gratitude moment, but the fuck um, off. <laughs> I know that you were on the lacrosse field and our friend Carrie was on the football field and her son was recovering from a concussion and he wanted to play and she didn't, they didn't want, it's a, it was end of season and it's, it was, everybody's biting their nails. What's the score at yours? And the text chain going back and forth was just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm grateful that I remain, I wonder how we still have friends from college without having had Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. How did we maintain our friendships? I remember, I have camp friends. We wrote each other letters. We With made a fucking pen. With a fucking pen on sometimes paper. Sometimes a pencil, yeah. Uh, we had to, fo- on sometimes in school, on college-lined paper that we folded and put inside a security envelope that your parents had for, sit down, listeners, Mailing in bills with checks. Wait, and, and stamps what? and stamps when the post office worked, y'all. Yeah, and stamps. No thanks to your fucking neighbor. I know he's so uh, mean. I hate him. Louis the douchebag, <laughs> uh, which is actually his formal name. That's right. So I don't even know how we kept friends, <laughs> and then I realized I do. We worked at it, and we still work at it, and we are still there. And I love that we don't send each other a. Six chin, here's my forehead, crazy face like they, them kids are. T- oh, my God. I just turned into John Buchanan's get off my lawn. <gasps> it's okay. It's, if we don't mention John once per episode, we got a problem. John Buchanan's John, John Buchanan's. Check him out. Oh, guys. my God. I just, I don't know how. I'm so grateful for you, Johnny. Good old John Jamingo. Do you think he's getting a Junior's Cheesecake this year from anyone? Oh. Do you think he misses me? I think he misses you. Do you know I get a Junior's catalog now because I sent him a cheesecake? You well, I mean, if you're going to spend $17,000 on a cheesecake, I'd send you a catalog too. Yeah, And a couple true. of couple of uh, lookbooks for britches you could buy. But I know Junior's is good, but I just <clears> cost some money. Oh, my God. It looked incredible. Dear listeners, for what are you grateful this year? Uh, is it... Getting back to normal, even though nothing is normal, even though normal is deplorable. Sorry. 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 Uh, sorry. Sorry. Is that it, was a great wedding with an elephant. See, I is can it pivot a camel? <laughs> is it a camel at a party for which you're grateful? Is it getting out of the house? Is it, for what are you grateful this year? Please let us know. Instagram and Twitter, listen, Brilliant, or Brilliant Observations and Brillab Squad on Facebook. Or just write us, Brilliant Observations at gmail.com. We are desperate to hear for what you are grateful. Something, Give us something positive to shout about when we sit down at the table on Thursday. Are you hosting Thursday? 
I'm not, but I'm going to go first. I'll be your first writer listener. Okay. Because I do actually listen to the show because I have to, to write the show notes. So. Of all the great and vast many things I am grateful for you about. Didn't really work out that way. My favorite is what the artifice of this show has created for us both. We've always been friends, but I would say it's fair that we were peripheral friends. Yes. We were in the same group together. I'd love seeing you when we would all get together, but you were not somebody that I would text with the funny thing on Tuesday at 10 a.m. You were not that friend to me. And somehow we have become not only that friend, but after we finish this show, I will text and call you nine times. Nine times. Today. With, here's a picture of something weird that I just saw in the trash can. Like, all the things that it's like you don't... Or okay, pulled out of my belly button. Now you're that person. You know, <laughs> can you believe... On and on and on. As if we don't have enough time in the hour and a half that we talk to cut down to an hour plus show that we put out every week. I remember even the stress of not being able to talk to you because we were so desperate to keep it just to show time. And it's that's it. Ending. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I'm, I'm not, over I, that now. I got to get more. I got to get more. got to get more. got to get more. This has been so enriching and so exciting to get to know you because I thought I fucking knew you. I don't know you at all. At all. And you I've used- known you for 70,000 years. At least. And I don't know. Even today, I find out new shit from you all the time. And I just, it's a delight and I'm so excited. So part of it is the gratitude that all of our listeners feel I get to experience too, because every week there's new Melissa that I get to discover. New Melissa. And she's so much fun because then I can go talk to my friend, old Melissa, about new Melissa. And you get to be both. You just reframed something for me. I did. You said, Uh yeah, Uh you said, you know, when we would get together, we would have a great time. My sister-in-law, and I don't really talk about my husband's family because I'm afraid they'll find the podcast. But right. I feel that, yeah. Um, my sister-in-law says to me, literally every time we get together, this quote comes out of her mouth, I forget how much fun you are. You've said that before. A lot of people tell you that. Why do you... Uh, uh, do we need to start a podcast for you to figure out that you want to play with me more often than yep. Thanksgiving? Yep. yep. No, I'm not doing another podcast. Yep. You're my no, one and I, only. I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say for the entire first year. Well, first of all, I listened to the show for two years, you know, you know, when you guys were doing it and fell in love again. And I was like, man, I love, I love these guys even more than I knew I love these guys. Right. Then it became... It's really fucking funny. Have you always been funny like this? I mean, I knew I was always laughing around you and that you were always really funny, but I didn't know that that you were the one causing me to laugh and that you were so fucking funny. Like, I just didn't know it. Like, it's, it's so strange to already know something, but then have it proved to you in what feels like a completely new way. That's what you are. And so I get what your sister-in-law is trying to say and what I also have said. I took it as hurtful when she said that. Why? Because it was... When we're not together, I don't think about you. I don't care about you. I don't consider you. Oh, but I get think, together, no. That I was realize... just clumsy language. No, you've just scrubbed that out. That's I don't know her at all. That's not what she said or meant. That I can tell you. I guarantee. It doesn't matter that I don't know her. I know exactly <laughs> the sentiment that she's trying to say. And this is not no. a joke. No, the sentiment that she's... Because it's a weird... 
it's a weird thing to try and put your finger on it. You are a private, reserved, formal, dare say a bit judgy, superior, superior <laughs> witty, quick-witted, sarcastic, this ni- girl? knife you in the tits with a smile kind of a gal. At least it wasn't the back. So <laughs> all of that stuff makes one stand at attention, right? So when you first come in, you're like, okay, I got it. I got it. I know what I'm dealing with here. I know what I'm dealing with here. This is not your run-of-the-mill camel. This bitch could cut me. I got to be on my toes. I got to fit at any minute. I got to figure it out. It's going to be great, (laughs) but I got to be up to the task. It's kind of like, I mean, I I don't want to overreach here, but it's like. You just call me a camel. It's like going to a party with Robin Williams. You're not going to walk up to him and tell him a dad joke, right? You know who you're dealing with with you. So at a certain point, you're like, all right, okay, okay. All right. So you have this framework of who Melissa is and it's not a Robin Williams framework. And then you go stand next to you and you're like, was that Robin Williams? What the fuck? So this whole time I thought I was standing next to somebody who was deciding if I was worth it to be in the room. Really? Yep. Yep. Sort that's of shocking. In a to very me. love, in a very loving way. No, I don't think so. But okay. Okay. But, so well, you're back sh- now. Okay. Right. No. No. And then <laughs> and shocking then, to me. And then you're. I don't know. I never did see Mean Girls, or I saw it once, and it was mean, so I didn't watch it that hard. But is there like a? She's nodding and saying, "I love." Mean it's a good girls. show. It's is a good there movie. a Mean Girls where they all walk around as a pack and say, "Like we're the ones that whose approval you need." Like is yeah, that? Of course. Okay. So yeah. that's you. That's Gretchen you. Wiener. And, so that's yeah. you. And then you get to know you. And the whole time you're like, okay, so I have no authority to grant approval to anybody. And I'm seeking it from everyone else. So we've had this long con going on all of us the whole time. And you have to become friends with you to figure it out. That's what it is. Because when it starts out, you're like, fuck, I'm not up to the t- Fuck, fuck, she's judging. I can't. Oh, oh. And it's like, wait a minute. You're just like me. You just got a better rap. Fuck you, man. <laughs> When did you I get think the PR team that made you with it? And you're going, I know, right? It's great. <laughs> I think you judge that because of the company I keep. So, dear listener, be careful the company you keep. <laughs> they might think that you are a judgy camel. That's the lesson to be learned from today's podcast. Brian? This Thanksgiving, um, going to my sister-in-law's house, are you pre-gaming? Are you, who's cooking? What's happening? It's a super twisto changeo strangey year for us because the last two years have not had the tradition that's been going on since the earth cooled. The beginning of time. The yes. time be- land before time. We've already had two entire years where we lived through the not get to. My mom has said, yeah, I'm 82. I, I, uh, I, lived, I, I lived through it. I lived through it and I survived. And what I found out was I like eating turkey. And I don't have to fucking cook it. So, yeah, tag. So, my sister is now the host. Stop. Yeah, my sister is 100% the host. And I am, wait for it, I am a guest. So, I'm doing something I've never done before. I'm going to roll up. That's amazing. I'm going to roll up with a gift and receive a cocktail upon entry, talk for a little bit, and then sit down to a plate of food. I'm going to recommend you I don't know help what wash I'm dishes do. afterwards. No, no, no. I don't wash. I never, in my whole life, I don't wash. I have been, I have been prep staff for my entire life. I never, ever, for the, for, I'm telling you, I'm not washing dishes. Nope. I'll give you $30. I'm not washing a dish. Somebody else can wash a fucking dish. And they do. And I'm, I, frankly, it's the boy's job. You didn't do oh. shit. 
It's the boy's job. You're going to go wash the dishes. Are and you then, washing the walls as well? Or Stop it. Are I'm you not, not prepping? I'm not, I know I'm not washing a fucking dish. I'm just not going to do it. But do you want a kugel ready for you? You want to zoom just, here, pick I'm it up? I'm just saying. I'm saying. And then the next day when we're doing husband side, we normally, it's a bounce around whose house is it going to be, who's cooking it, and this and this. And it's grown far simpler as the years have waged on. This year we had a brainchild and decided we're going to have it catered from the supermarket. We're going Wegmans. To, yes. Yeah, yeah they well, make an amazing Thanksgiving. Well, we don't have Wegmans here. So it's the even the thought of it was like, why haven't we been doing this the whole time? Like, what's wrong with us? So we're no, ordering the it. same reason that you used to take out the fine china and eat off of it and then put it away. And it's it's remember we had a podcast about it, the traditions of your that are gone well, because Well, Nana the, on the other side, oh it's it'll be Wegmans on fine china. It's always the fine china. That's never she takes it out every time. She's got a whole um it's not a curio cabinet. It's just one of those very large, tall, it uh, used to be called maybe a break front. It's a very yeah, large thing yeah. with glass and the thing. Okay. And there's a bunch of Hummels in there. Like she's got some stuff that she puts out. So Impressive so stuff. Out, so out it comes and uh, we use it and we all sit there with our cloth napkins and have polite conversation and then we wash things and then we have coffee in, in cups that have saucers underneath. I mean, that's wow. how that's how we do it. And then the children go downstairs into the theater and they play in the thing and we have ha 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 chit chit chat chat light the candles yeah and then on the other side people are usually in the lawn in the dark looking for their iPod because they just had a Nerf game at 10 p.m. and it's lost in the grass oh, yeah so shit. we've got we've got different for different styles for different folks yeah so how long will you be on the road i am doing the world's stupidest thing and I i'm can't super wait. excited so <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a miscommunication, which led me to book some non-refundable tickets that really make my life uncomfortable. Monday, I'm leaving Raleigh. You can, env- you can envision a map with Raleigh in the center of North Carolina. I'm leaving Raleigh, and I'm driving to kind of Pittsburgh that night. Next morning. Dri- Did you say driving? Yeah. The next morning, I have 9 a.m. tickets, so I have to have to actually be there and wake up and have coffee in me and then physically go to another location because the tickets are at nine so it's like a 7 a.m call time to get up and get a move in then we're going to falling water so wherever that is which is south of pittsburgh tickets for what falling water so it's the frank lloyd wright house yeah in pennsylvania so we're touring yeah. falling water at 9 a.m ohio pile ohio pile yes yes that's very okay that's the name by there of, yeah uh, there's a yeah, whole I, little I've, there's a camp. Seen TikToks a- about it. It's incredible. It's gorgeous. Right. And we've talked about diverting the travel of our trip to go from North Carolina to Northern Delaware every time. That's just a different way. Instead of going to the right and up the coast, you go to the left and then over, right? So it adds about an hour and a half to the trip total, probably a little bit more, but you're also breaking it up over two days. So yeah, so that's what I'm doing. And it, it was going to be something else entirely, but leaving all of that out. So yeah, so it's going to be really ugly trout. Can't leave until really 6 p.m. on Monday night because we can't. We're physically prevented from. Then we're going to drive up, probably pull an all-nighter, go to this thing, and I'm not canceling it because we've talked about it. Is it the five of you? No, it's just the kids and myself. My husband can't leave until later. So we're doing a two-car trip. And I really want to go north of that. After that, I want to go even further into Pennsylvania because I want to go to Camp Pierogies. I want to go to Camp Ligonier because there's some British encampment with really spiky fences and it looks really good and I want to go. But we'll probably bail. 
I also want to go to Flight 91, which is really sad. But that's on the way home from Pittsburgh. You kind of have to. You kind of all these things that feel like they're close that aren't close. We never do. And I'm losing my window. I'm losing my window of having my boys trapped in a car where we can giggle and shut up and play the radio and who farted and we're going and damn it and this hotel room is too small and boy that Danish was terrible. I'm losing my window. So even though it's going to be ungodly uncomfortable as far as road trips go, I got to do it. I got to do this sophomore in college. How much longer do I think I can put off we'll go next year? I've will no, go next year his- for five years because he's been interested oh. in architecture and we've never gone to arguably the most influential American residential architecture site in the country. So yeah, we're fucking going. If anything has been reinforced to us this year, even more than, you know, some notable, really painful years in the past, life is short and precious. Fucking eat the cake. Just do it. Do it. Stop telling yourself that there's going to be an easier way, that it'll be more convenient, that there's time. There's not time. There's not. You just pulled a Nike, just do it on me. And I appreciated it. There are things that we I look at, we're finishing applications. This is my last, she lives here rest of the year because I don't ever know when the boy's coming home. I know that there are Thanksgiving break. I know there's Christmas break. And then I'm assuming spring break, he's going to want to go somewhere. We're going to have a house that he could go to, hopefully in the near Wee! future. Child. So I'm just, I'm just trying to have these experiences. Like, I don't know. He did say last night as I rolled into the house, I think I'm going to insomnia cookie. And I, and Stuart's like waiting for you to say, you're not going anywhere. It's 11 o'clock at night. And I just high-fived him. I just like, I was like, all right, get me a triple chocolate, baby. Love you. High five. Like, I don't, all right. Are they... As soon as she leaves and spends a semester figuring out how to make it work, he's he's a he's a grown man now. I mean, he's not. Duh, he's not. Well, chronologically he is. But he has to when you are responsible solely for your productivity, your time management and you make it work, to me that's that's a that's the biggest sign of okay, well, I really can't tell you what to do anymore in general. I can when it comes to respecting our home and what's happening here, but you're you're on the go, man. All you need is a job and we'll call it a day. We'll call it job well done or ah, job done. <laughs> look at you. Another thing to be grateful for. Well done. How about just I, job done? I said a lot of things to you in the gratitude segment and I have a feeling it's going to be intercut with, Brian, I have a feeling you're going <laughs> to do that to me. And I probably would, too, if I was in charge of the editing and somebody started gushing and saying all of my, you know, softy inner bits. But I got to tell I, you, they love that. Dear I, listener, I hate it loves so that. hard and I am here for you. Did you hear the other ones where you're Ugh. screaming, I love sex. That I do. Yes. <laughs> I, I love it. It's, it's also accurate. I do. I love it. That's fantastic. I mean. If that drop is better for you, I no, will throw, no, I'm not, <laughs> I will throw I, that I in the middle. I accept it. I'm here to humiliate myself. I get that that's the theme of the show. I know what's I happening. I wish that I, I too am here for exactly that reason. <laughs> I, I am. And I wish that I could pass that on to my child who cannot exist in a situation where there is embarrassment or humiliation. There's no, I must disappear. I must turn into dust how do I escape, escape, escape? I wish I could teach 
I felt it too at, at her age, at his age, at whatever. I wish that is something that I could impart on my children where, so what? Be the laugh. Okay. Did you die? Was it physically painful? Because for me, sometimes elephant on the chest, it is physically painful, but it doesn't last. And I think after having like root canal tooth pain and being on a bike where she says, it's a five minute climb, go. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? It doesn't last. The pain comes and goes. It just doesn't last. So you can outlast any of these things. And I wish that was something that I could teach to my children or anybody else who feels so overwhelmed in the moment or just so stifled or sick about a situation, it it doesn't last. And I don't know how to impart that without an audible eye roll or a, <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about or dismissal. I just wish I knew how to do that. So if you do know you, Amy, or dear listener, I'm open. I won't leave the house to get the information, but I am open <laughs> to to receiving all advice. Humiliation and embarrassment are really the worst. They're really the worst. Humiliation and embarrassment as a response, it doesn't mean that it's accurate. But it's the, your perception. Correct. It's not necessarily accurate. Correct. correct. Yeah. So right. the feeling of it is the worst. We all experience it to some degree. And I that's the hardest one for me. I can't get over it. What I have found traction doing <laughs> is the stupidest phrase in the world. And the second I feel myself going into that yeah. is to say, Senator, I reclaim my time. Right? So oh, I, I say, love I say out loud, Senator, I reclaim my time. Because it's this whole idea of, I'm cutting you off. I reclaim the time for me. I'm not going to let purpose. you take this feeling Senator, I reclaim and blow my time. it up and make Senator, it something it doesn't time. need to be. I'm going to reclaim. I reclaim. And whether and I sometimes I say senator, sometimes I don't. Re- I reclaim my time. So it's this notion of there was a set amount of time that this was going to happen. But guess what? I'm in charge of who gets that time and you don't fucking get it. I reclaim my time to be used for some other purpose. Oh, and it I also love helps that. me. It also helps me identify that there is a finite amount of time that I would have been spending on something that doesn't serve me and I'm in charge of it. So even just to sort of, it doesn't necessarily work, but when you hear it, it's a nice label Without well, judgment, it pulls you out of what you, could that be. That makes you feel like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I wouldn't pick up a knife and stab myself in the leg with it and then keep doing it and then go, ow, that really hurt. Like, what? Okay, so maybe not do it. I'm in charge of the knife and the leg and the amount of time it stays in there. I'm in charge of all these things. When so, you can easily spiral, it's a, it's a I snap my back time. into. I reclaim yeah. my time. I'm feeling minutes. it <laughs> and I'm spreading it all over Pennsylvania. When you get up here... <gasps> For Thanksgiving. When you come you're down gonna, here for December 18th. You're coming up here first. So. Yeah, no, I know I am. I know I am. I know I am. It's a super rapid trip, but I'll see you. Survey says you be the judge. Okay, so we have some Swift heads in our midst. You want to hear the results of our Taylor Swift survey? I do. I want to hear it. Okay, so. Don't put it out there and not tell me what they say. Okay, so the question was, Taylor Swift gets a bad rap because, and we had, in a very short period of time, because yeah. it's it's only been, let me see how many days it's been that this has been out there. It's been four days since this has been out there. That's not a lot of days. Okay. When you, when you think about it. We've had 14 responses. Okay. It's pretty good. That's So that feels pretty good for that amount of time. 
Taylor Swift gets a bad rap because she deserves it. (laughs) What percentage is that? I don't think that's high. Taylor Swift gets a bad rap because she deserves it. 35.7%. No. Not enough people are willing to admit publicly how much they love her. 28.6%. Haters gonna hate. 21.4%. And Taylor Swift doesn't get a bad rap. 7.1%. I'm sorry, who? 7.1%. And there we go. So here's my thinking, though. I think the survey is flawed, and you're going to be really excited. She deserves it means I don't like Taylor Swift. Not enough people are willing to admit publicly how much they like to love Taylor Swift, and haters going to hate. Both mean, both mean I love Taylor Swift, as does Taylor Swift doesn't get a bad rap. All three of those are I endorse Taylor Swift. Right. So if you want to do some pod math, that's 28.6%, 21.4%, and 7.1%, which means it's a percent. Yeah, so I think it's way more people who do like her who either don't want to admit it or suck a dick. I I don't know that I would have phrased the question she gets bad rap. She doesn't. She's exploding. She's not getting it. She gets a bad rap on this podcast from you, but she's. She gets accolades everywhere else. So I think the survey was flawed in this case. I feel like next week I'm going to do a different survey. It's not going to be flawed. I'm putting out another You Be the Judge, and it's going to be so banging because guess what's going on it? A camel? No. Damn it. Thanksgiving sides? Yes. Yeah? And we're going to rank them. It's just just a ranking. I am creating this this week for Thanksgiving. I am doing the kugel that I always do because you – I'm not invited unless I bring Kugel where I go. Uh, It was made very clear to me. So I am going to also bring, because I want to try it, something I saw on TikTok. It's a baked cornbread, a baked corn casserole. And in it, don't be grossed out. Don't be grossed out. In it is both a can of corn and a can of cream corn. (gasps) Right? 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 I'm eating that. It sounds like a corn spoon bread. I'm down. Is that a, th- is that a thing? Yes, ma'am. But not as good as the one you're going to make. Talk. What is canned spoon bread? Corn spoon, corn spoon bread. Spoon bread what is, is spoon bread? a bit of, think of corn bread. Go ahead. And now think of a cobbler. Okay. Do you know the, you know the consistency of a cobbler? I do. Without the fruit. Imagine if your cornbread had that soft, crunchy top, bakey, textury, gooey, gooey of the actual cobbler without the fruit, but the I'm whole drooling. thing, the whole thing yeah. was cornbread-esque and involves a lot of sugar and some extra cornies. That's yeah, right. I'm all a, in on that's that. That's a corn spoon bread because you would take your spoon and go... And then yeah, I'm going to take pictures plate. and I'll and let you, you know. And then you don't leave. You just pick up the casserole dish. That becomes your dish. You cradle it like a little lover and then you just shovel that stuff with the giant tablespoon into your face that's corn spoon bread that's why they call it spoon bread that's why they call call it it thanksgiving face spoon face hey aim oh yes if somebody would like to give a gift or several gifts to clients that you have and you would like it to come from an artisan small batch baker in the south with wild credibility and a an Instagram account which shows you all the deliciousness she is capable of, 
you are selling brittle. I am. Rusty, I'm talking to you here. Oh, stop. If you have clients at, I'm going to name a law firm that's going to get him in trouble, so I won't do it. But uh, the largest law firm in Manhattan. If you at have Dewey clients Cheatham that- Dewey Cheatham and how? Yeah. If you would like at Dewey Cheatham to- to send gifts to people with whom you work, clients, all that jazz, please contact joybellybrittle.com where you can find all the brittle and more. That's very sweet of you to plug this. I actually took little baby samples to the boys lacrosse tournament this weekend. I'll be going back there today. And people couldn't get enough of them. They were grabbing that shit. I thought it's cold People don't want to eat brittle while they're standing outside wearing gloves. Like it's it's cold. You don't. It's like would you like some ice cream samples? Like I mean, it's hard <laughs> and cold. Like I just thought this is not the thing. And people were like, I didn't realize that? Stuart was one. giving out samples I'm at sorry. your. They're very bright. They're very bright people at there. So I always make them anyway. So yeah, they ate me out of gross. They ate all the samples. You are oh one lucky lady God. on that frost covered field. Listen, you got eaten fluffer. out. All right. Well, I would like to wrap this up, even though we've got more shit to discuss and we could do this all day. I would like to thank you, dear listener, for being something else for which I'm wildly grateful. You amaze me, even even especially the 14 of you who decided <laughs> that you liked Taylor Swift. Very quickly, too. I mean, that's a short amount of time for people to go and do so. Also, the 21 from last week. Did those numbers change? I can look and tell you. I'll look okay, back and tell you. do you. that. So <laughs> I do want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up every week. Thank you for putting your AirPods in or listening in your car or making us part of your day on Thursday or Friday. We want to wish you an amazing Thanksgiving. I hope you get to spend it with people who are vaccinated. Please <laughs> stay in touch. We will do the same. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Come see us on Facebook. Come check out the camel that I posted on Facebook and Instagram and tell me what you would do if you ran into that sweet spitting face at a party. I'm would definitely going to check out the camel. I'm interrupting your show ending notes. I do it all the time. I know it's your favorite thing. <laughs> you interrupting me? I just want to say it for you, but also yeah. for the whole rest of the world. Social media engagement is down across the board, logically. I've not seen any of the stuff that you posted on social media about events that you're doing, and it doesn't reflect any lack of engagement or love with you. It reflects that I am not on social media consciously, which is difficult because I have business practices that are right. on social media. The majority of the world has become gun shy and there it is trending downward. So the fact that we're still getting engagement from folks who are there is actually should be weighted more heavily than it might sound by having what appears to be low numbers because the total population of people who are on social media and engaging with it worldwide is down, is down, is down for lots of reasons that we're not going to do at the end of the show. Right. But you've Just seen. Just good. You've <laughs> seen, you've seen television commercials for Meta and for Facebook. You've seen Congress actions for and against. It's in the news in lots of ways that have people saying, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I've been out. I've been out and I'm super out. So read into that what you will. And when those thoughts come to you, just say, I reclaim my time. Senator, I reclaim my time. I like to feel like I'm in the heart Senate building at the time when I do it. Senator, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Woo! That's I know. another one. That's, That's a nice one. That's a nice one. It'll be stricken from the record. But I love it. 
<laughs> I will not stricken anything like that from the record. Thank you for listening. We love you so much. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>